welcome back to the Promethean Perspective Advent Series. We are continuing to travel throughout the Advent season, preparing a place in our hearts and our mind for the coming Christ child. We are in week three of Advent, and we are getting so close to the birth of our Lord. So we're in the third week of Advent. Today is the third Friday of, or yes, the third week of Advent, which of course would be the third Friday of Advent. So it is just delightful to continue this journey, preparing a place for our Lord, because there is no better way to do that than to enter into deeper silence, deeper prayer, and deeper contemplation of God's love letter to us through sacred scripture. So let's dive into today's reading and reflections. So let us begin all things as we should in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Um, today's readings for Friday of the third week of Advent from the book of Genesis. The first reading, chapter 49, verse 2, and then 8 through 10. Jacob called his sons and said to them, Assemble and listen, sons of Jacob. Listen to Israel, your father. You, Judah, shall your brothers praise, your hand on the neck of your enemies. The sons of your father shall bow down to you, Judah, like a lion's whelp. You have grown up on prey, my son. He crouches like a lion recumbent. The king of priests, who would dare rouse him? The scepter shall never depart from Judah or the mace from between his legs, while tribute is brought to him, and he receives the people's homage. Responsorial Psalm, Psalm 72. Justice shall flourish in his time, and fullness of peace forever. O God, with your judgment endow the king, and with your justice the king's son. He shall govern your people with justice, and your afflicted ones with judgment. Justice shall flourish in his time, and fullness of peace forever. The mountains shall yield peace for the people, and the hills justice. He shall defend the afflicted among the people, and save the children of the poor. Justice shall flourish in his time, and fullness of peace forever. Justice shall flower in his days, and profound peace, till the moon be no more. May he rule from sea to sea, and from the river to the ends of the earth. Justice shall flourish in his time, and fullness of peace forever. May his name be blessed forever, as long as the sun his name shall remain. In him shall all the tribes of the earth be blessed, all nations shall proclaim his happiness. Justice shall flourish in his time, and fullness of peace forever. A Gospel reading according to Matthew, chapter 1, verse 1 through 17. The book of genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham became the father of Isaac, Isaac the father of Jacob, Jacob the father of Judah and his brothers. Judah became the father of Perez and Zerah, whose mother was Tamar. Perez became the father of Hezron, Hezrod, the father of Ram, Ram, the father of Amminadab, Amminadab became the father of Nashon, Nashon, the father of Salmon, Salmon, the father of Boaz, whose mother was Rahab, Boaz became the father of Obed, whose mother was Ruth, Obed became the father of Jesse, Jesse, the father of David, the king, David became the father of Solomon, whose mother had been the wife of Uriah, Solomon became the father of Rehoboam, Rehoboam, the father of Abaha, Abahai, the father of Asaph, Asaph became the father of Jehoshaphat, Jehoshaphat, the father of Joram, Joram, the father of Uzziah, Uzziah became the father of Jotham, Jotham, the father of Ahaz, Ahaz, the father of Hezekiah, Hezekiah became the father of Manasseh, and Manasseh, the father of Amos, Amos, the father of Josiah, and Josiah became the father of Je Jeconiah and his brothers at the time of the Babylonian exile. After the Babylonian exile, Jeconiah became the father of Shilatiel, Shilatiel the father of Zerubbabel, Zerubbabel the father of Abiud, 
Abud, the father of El Eliakim, Eliakim, the father of Azor, Azor, the father of Zadok, Zadok became the father of Achim, Achim, the father of Eliud, Eliud, the father of Eleazar, Eleazar became the father of Methane, Methane, the father of Jacob, Jacob, the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary. Of her was born Jesus, who is called the Christ. Thus the total number of generations from Abraham to David is fourteen, from David to the Babylon exile, fourteen generations, and from the Babylonian exile to Christ, fourteen generations. So the main focus of today's scriptural read readings focus in on Christ's genealogy, and today is when we begin the octave of very immediate and intimate preparation for the Christ's birth. And so after it is after this octave that we've just now begun, we will enter into the solemnity of Christmas, which is such be such a beautiful reality that we are just right around the corner um, going to be celebrating the solemnity of Christmas. So on this day, we're presented with the reading of um, Jesus's long <laughs> genealogy of ancestors. And I know I messed some of them up, which is totally fine because the Lord just continues to desire to to give me opportunities to be humble, so I apologize for the ones I stumbled over, but it just shows that the Lord will still, in the end, make all things that he has begun for good, he will bring to completion. So, anywho, <laughs> the verses 2 through 6 of Matthew's Gospel were presented with three series of ancestors, 14 ancestors each, and so Abraham begins the genealogy and Jesus concludes it. And Abraham is the father of faith. And so there are many interesting facts that a, a scripture scholar could scathe from this genealogy and all who are named it. But the beautiful part is, is how it begins. It says, the book of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. So this shows the very direct link from God's promises that he made to Abraham and its ultimate fulfillment in, in Christ's birth. And so one thing we see in the fulfillment of, Christ's, of God's promises is that he is so faithful I mean, even after three sets of 14 generations, he fulfills his promise. And it's just beautiful how he keeps his promise. He sends his son, to, and, and, and the glorious birth of his son has, has the Savior of the world. So it also tells us that God's timing and his ways are different from what we may first conceive. I'm sure Abraham, when he was made this covenant with God, that he was not expecting the Christ child to come you know, the Savior to come three sets of 14 generations later. But God knows what he's doing, and he is bringing about all good things to a fulfillment of his plan, and he is slowly yet intentionally guiding us along that path, and we have to trust his timing. And we may not see the fruits of what he's doing on this side of heaven, but we have to remain persistent so that one day we can, one day we can see them on the uh, when we get to heaven, you know, on, on, on the day of you know, final judgment and eternal recompense and perfect beatitude. And we just have to commit ourselves and recommit ourselves to God's plan for us and trust in his perfection. So what I want you to reflect upon today is that realize that God has a plan for you. He has a plan for your life. He didn't just throw, he calls you to particular entities that in the end, may actually be crucial parts in his plan for you. He requires a trust that can, at times can be demanding and absolute, for sure. He can require us to surrender our own ideas, our own ambitions, our own desires, our own pursuits, 
And he requires this of us very, very frequently, very, very often. You know, he asks very challenging things of us. But I urge you strongly to recommit yourself to the perfect plan of the heart of our Father in heaven. And I promise you that he will be with you every step of the way. Let's close in prayer. Lord Jesus, we know that you are so perfect and your plans are so wonderful and so beyond our greatest desires and our greatest hopes. Help us to let go and surrender what we desire. Help us to surrender our plans so that we can die unto ourselves, surrender everything to you, and let your plans become our plans. Let your concerns become our concerns. Let your heart be the heart that we love with. Permit us to trust you always and trust that you have prepared good things for us. You are so perfect and you are so wise and you are beyond even those labels. So permit us to trust in who you are, to surrender all, to be willing and docile to whatever you ask of us and help us to truly trust in you well. We ask this through the intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, all the angels and saints in heaven, and through um, the beautiful gift of Christ's sacred heart. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. God bless you all, dear brothers and sisters. Keep fighting the good fight of sanctity as we continue to prepare a place in our hearts and our mind for the coming Christ child.